We're going to read the Gospel of John chapter 3. We shall look at verse number 8. The Gospel of John chapter 3. I want to speak to you on the spiritual life. I want you to understand that as believers in Christ, we've got a spiritual life. Say it with me. I've got a spiritual life. Say it like a minute. I've got a spiritual life. Good. Say it with me. I live in the spirit. Yeah, you, you need to understand that there is a realm called the realm of the spirit. There's the realm of the spirit, and this spirit realm controls everything. Controls everything. Just recently, I can't remember if it was the last two or three sessions, I taught on the subject of angels in the Bible school. And as I was teaching on the subject of angels, I, I was showing the students you have the realm of the angels of God. And you have the realm of demonic spirits. But because we understand that Lucifer was one of God's angels. And then Lucifer came up with his five. In our study, we talked about the five I wills of Lucifer. I want to the five I wills. Why did he fall? Well, he fell because of pride. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. And God said, you will not. <laughs> Every time you keep saying, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Be careful because God might just interrupt your plan. And that's pride. And pride is in the realm of the spirit. But it's in the realm of the demonic. Because there is the realm of the spirit of God. And then there is the realm of the spirit of the devil. And we've got to understand that this is a spiritual realm. But for those of us that are born again. And we choose on a daily basis. To stay in the realm of the spirit of God. And to walk in the spirit. That's why Galatians 5, where it talks about walking the spirit in the spirit. Notice it is in the spirit. Or if you read the Amplified Classic, it expounds it a little bit. It's not just walking in the spirit, but also allow the Holy Spirit to control your life. That's basically what it is. So when it says walking the spirit, it is letting the Holy Ghost control your life. Because even though you are born again, you can allow your life to be controlled by another spirit. You can actually allow your life to be controlled by your mind. Some people live in the realm of the soul. And the Bible says the flesh does not profit anything. It is the spirit that does what? That gives life. The flesh profits Nothing. The flesh profits nothing, but the spirit gives life. So you can choose to live by the spirit, the dictates of the spirit, the, the, the directions of the spirit of God, the, the, the nudgings of the spirit of God, the, the promptings of the spirit of God, or you can choose to live by your soul. 
Or you can choose to live by the, the uh, uh, influence of the demonic. Say with me, I choose to live in the spirit controlled by the Holy Ghost. Say like you mean it, I choose to live in the spirit controlled by the Holy Ghost. Say like you mean it, I choose to live in the spirit controlled by the Holy Ghost. You see, it's a choice. It's a choice. We must constantly, daily, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, make the conscious decision to live in the Spirit, controlled by the Spirit. Can someone say amen? amen? You see, it is a possibility. Because if it is not a possibility, God will not make it available. If it is not possible, God, God never asks us to do what is not possible. If God tells us to do a thing, the reason he said, us, he said to us to do it is because it is possible to be done. Come on now, say amen. amen. So I choose. Everyone must choose on a daily basis. In your waking up, you've got to choose that today I will live a spiritual life. I will live a spiritual life because it is possible. Can someone say it's possible? John 3, 8, it says, For the spirit mind blows, or the spirit wind, I'm sorry. The spirit wind blows as it chooses. You can hear its sound, but you don't know where it came from or where it's going. So it is the same with those who are born of the spirit. The New King James Version says it this way, The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes or where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So you see here Jesus, in actual fact, talking about the, the way the Holy Spirit flows. Describing the flow of the Spirit, he uses the wind. I once said the wind. Notice, the wind blows where it wishes. In other words, you can tell the wind where it should blow from or blow to. It blows where it wishes. And we understand that Jesus is referring to the Spirit of God. You do not know where it's coming from. You do not know where it's headed. Because as you keep reading, it says, this is the way the life of a man or woman born of the Spirit is. A man who is born of the Spirit. Watch that in your English Bible. The Spirit there is capital letter. You can see it is referring to the Holy Spirit. If it is small letter S, it's referring to the human spirit or to other spirits. I mean, if you know that there are other spirits apart from the human spirit. Lucifer is a spirit. Demons are spirits. Angels are spirits. All of these are spirits. So whenever you see the, 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 the letter S in small letter, then you understand it's referring to either the human spirit or other spirits. But when it's 
When he uses the capital letter S, he's referring to the Holy Spirit. Come on, I say amen. amen. So notice what Jesus says here. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it. So you hear the sound of the wind, but you cannot tell where it came from. Come on, now, say amen. amen. You hear the sound of the wind, but you don't know where it's coming from. You know what that speaks of? That speaks of how unpredictable the wind is. The wind is unpredictable. You do not know where the wind is coming from, though you hear the sound. But also, you do not know where the wind is headed, though you hear the sound. So Jesus goes further to tell us, this is the life of a man born of the Spirit. Born of which Spirit? Born of the Holy Ghost. A man born of the Spirit of God is unpredictable. A man, let me take it further. A man not just born of the Spirit, but a man born of the Spirit and who follows the Spirit is unpredictable. Come on now, say amen. amen. You are unpredictable. The devil cannot predict you. Men cannot predict you. Carnal Christians cannot predict you. If you are born of the Spirit, then you need to flow as the Spirit of God flows. I, in my own personal life and ministry, I've come up here many times hoping I was going to preach a message I had taken time to prepare. But I step up here. I mean, sometimes the Lord does not even change it before I come. The Lord changes it when I get here. And it's a very good experience. It's a good thing to happen. Because when it happens... That's when you know whether you know the ways of God. Very important. You come up here. The Lord, I've, I've, I've had the experience where the Lord changed my message before I came up to the pulpit. But many times he did not. He let me get up here and I open my mouth and I sense the wind. You open your mouth, you see where the wind is headed. So in other words, those that can predict the flow of the wind are those that are like the wind. You see, if you are not in the spirit, you cannot predict spiritual things. You cannot tell where the wind is coming from. You cannot tell where the wind is going to. And this time, I tell you, in this time in the history of the world, calls for believers to rise up and be spiritual. This is not time for believers to be carnal and to live according to the dictates of the flesh. This is a time for every born again child of God to rise up and live by the direction of the Holy Ghost. And for you to come into that place where you begin to live daily by the direction of the Holy Spirit, you must learn to daily spend time with Him, especially in the morning before you hit the road. You've got to spend quality time in the presence of God because He's going to line up your day for you. Very important. 
Very important because people have taken this for granted. But it is not going to happen anymore. You've got to understand the importance of hearing the voice of God. And yielding yourself every morning to the Holy Spirit. Who knows the end of the day from the beginning of the day. And when you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. I can guarantee you. He will begin to show you things that are about to happen that day. Other men that are carnal will not discover. But you that is spiritual. You shall be led by the hand of the Lord. In actual fact. It shall be like a hand, like a hand in a glove. You know when you stick your hand in the glove. Your hand and the glove are one and the same. You will be the glove. And the Holy Ghost will be the hand. And your day will be led and directed by the Spirit. You will discover that every step you take is in line with the purpose of God. Every investment you invest into will be in line with the purpose of God. Everything that comes out of your mouth will be in line with the purpose of God. Everybody you come in contact with that day will be the people that God has placed in your path. This is why it is vital that we learn to spend quality time. This is the era of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus is in heaven, sitting at the right hand of God the Father. The Holy Ghost is the one on earth today. And he is the one living on the inside of you. And you've got to strike up a conversation with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And you've got to learn how to go into his presence and just be still and be calm. And let the Lord begin to speak to you about the plan and the purpose of heaven for your life for that day and as you yield to God on a daily basis I guarantee you the Lord will begin to speak to you you begin to pick up things in your spirit you begin to know what's about to happen you begin to tell that's not the way I'm supposed to go that is the way I'm supposed to go I'm supposed to meet with this man I'm supposed to meet with that woman I'm supposed to go to that office I'm supposed to do this project I'm supposed to do that you begin to know what needs to be done why? because because you are a man or a woman that is not predictable by the carnal people. But you can order your life and orchestrate your life by the leading of the Holy Ghost. Come on now say amen. When we learn to flow with the Spirit of God. We shall always be ahead of people. That are in carnality. We shall always be ahead of the devil. We shall always be ahead of people that are in the flesh. Always. Always. Everyone say always. always. So Jesus says here. The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it. But cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Tell somebody, I am unpredictable. Oh, you sound very weak this afternoon. Tell somebody, I am unpredictable. Come on now, say amen. amen. You see, don't let anybody put you in a box. You see, you can't put the Holy Spirit in a box. You can't box the wind. You can't box the wind. Try to box the wind. Try it. It, would, it will flow out from somewhere. You can't box the wind. You can't box a man of God that is flowing in the spirit. You can't box a believer that understands the voice of God. You can't box a man who understands the flow of the wind of God. You can't put that man or woman down. You cannot box them. 
Come on now, say amen. amen. And I tell you, many of you, society has tried to box you. Many of you, your friends have tried to box you. Culture have tried to box you in. And just to keep you there in their own little plan and purpose. But I'm telling you, it's time to break out from that box. If you learn to operate by the Spirit of God and like the wind of God, no culture, no society, no institution can keep you in a box. Amen. Can someone shout hallelujah? hallelujah? So, it is the will of God. That each of us would rise up in this day and time Amen. and begin to flow like the wind. Come on now, say amen. amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. It's time for believers to operate like believers. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Jesus was so unpredictable. You look at the life of Jesus, my God. I was even sharing some of that this morning. How unpredictable was Jesus? Jesus? Jesus was the epitome of unpredictability. My God, write that, write that grammar down. Jesus was, the epi- Jesus was the symbol. Jesus was, when you saw Jesus, you saw a man that natural men could not predict. Just look at the story of his life. He came from the lineage of King David. King David is still known by the Israelites today as the greatest king that ever ruled that nation. He was a man of war. A warrior. He was the guy who cut off the head of Goliath. Come on now say amen. Amen. The man was a victor. Is that correct? You don't mess around with David. David chops off people's heads if they mess around them. Come on now, say amen. amen. You know, David was so, so into battle to the point where he wanted to build God a house. And God said, no, you won't build me a house. Your hand is stained with blood. You have so much blood on your hand. And he said, no, your son Solomon is going to be a man of peace. He will build my house. And so David... Said, if I can't build it, I'll pay for it. Come on, I say, Amen. Amen. If the Lord would not let me build it, then I'll pay. Or, and David paid for it big time. I mean, he, he really gave. But that's not my, 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 my message today. My message is to show you how David, a man of war, the greatest king Israel ever had, and Jesus, his son, right? Because Jesus is from the lineage of David, from the root of David. Is that correct? Is that who Jesus was? Yes, exactly. So he is known as the son of David. But when Jesus showed up to show you how unpredictable he was, he did not show up in the house of a a king. He was not born in a palace. He was not born in a five-star hotel. When it was time for Jesus to be born, he was born in a manger. That's a nice English word. But it simply means a place where animals are kept. So as Mary was giving birth to Jesus, you could hear meh, moo. (laughs) All of that must have been taking place as the king of kings. And the Lord of Lords is being born. 
He did not come from a wealthy family. By the way, Mary was a village, a peasant village girl. When eventually Jesus started his earthly ministry and Nathaniel went, uh, Philip went to Nathaniel and said to Nathaniel, we have found the Messiah that the prophets talked about. And Nathaniel said to Philip, where is he from? And Philip said, he is from where? Pardon? Nazareth. And what did Nathaniel say? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Why? Because Nazareth at the time was an insignificant village. Nothing major had come out of Nazareth. God chose that his son will come out from a very insignificant village. God chose that his, that his son will be birthed into the world by a young Persian village girl. How educated was Mary? I've got no clue. But I can, I can tell you she was probably not that educated. Probably. But here comes the son of God. In such an un unpredictable way. Here comes the king of kings. Here comes the son of David. The, the warrior David. Now here comes his son. And his son was supposed to deliver them from the oppression of the Romans. But no that's not what he did. What did he do? He was preaching peace. That's not what David would have done. David would have raised an army. And went after the Romans. And take the head of Caesar from his neck. That's what they, So what I'm trying to show you is this. That the people of Israel could not understand Jesus. Because when they looked at David. And the account of David. And the way he lived his life. And they compare him with Jesus. They don't see any relationship. How can this be the son of this? It is not possible. That is the unpredictability of the God we serve. God will use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. That is why God has raised you up. And God wants to use you to do things that will shock people in your family. God will use you to do things that will shock your land and your nation and your city. Come on, am I preaching to somebody this afternoon? God will use you. It don't matter your education or your not ability to have gone to school or how much you've got or who you know. That does not matter with God. What is important is when you learn to flow in the spirit. God will use you to do things that nobody has ever done. God is about to raise somebody up and about to use somebody to do what has never been done. What will shock people is about to happen. I don't care what's happening in the world today. That does not face God. God has not changed because of the economy. God has not changed because of coronavirus. God has not changed because of the lockdown. If a man or a woman will rise up in this place and say, God, here am I. Use me. Send me. Anoint me. I want to flow in the spirit. God will use you to shake up things, to change things, to turn things around to his glory. Come on, if you believe it, let your amen be the loudest in this place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is likened to the wind. That's why any of us that are connected to the Holy Spirit, we are like the wind. Don't put me in a box. 
When people come around you, they try to put you in a box. In a box of the way they think. Your thinking is too small for me. That's what you need to tell them. I'm thinking big. I'm thinking outside the box. Oh, no, no, it's not possible. Who said so? That has never been done. Who said so? Well, there are things that were never done that men rose up to do by the grace of God. And so I want to be one of those that will write history. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Maybe you also want to be one of those that will write history. History books are waiting to be written of men and women that are going to do things that no one has ever done. You go into a city, you go into a town, you go into a village, you go into a country, you go into a community, and you are going to introduce things that have never been done, and people will be shocked. And when it is all said and done, history books will be written of you, of the stuff that God is going to do through your life. If you believe it and if I'm talking to you then give the Lord a big shout of praise our Lord hallelujah hallelujah no one has accomplished that well you will no one has ever done that you will it is not possible yes to man it's not but to God and to the man who believes all things are possible can someone say all things are possible all things are possible to the man who believes. Jesus said, if you shall only believe, you will see the glory of God. Nothing is impossible to a man who flows in the spirit. Nothing is impossible to a man who believes God. If you can believe, you shall see the glory and the power and the goodness of God in your life and through your life. Can someone shout, Amen. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Say it with me. I am unpredictable. Say it with me. I am like the wind. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Nobody can put me in their little box. Say this with me. I think big. I don't think small. I think very big. I do what is impossible to other people. Because with my God. Nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I like this section here. I don't know what's happening to you guys. But I like this section. Now wake up in Jesus name. Nothing shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Jesus was unpredictable. But when Nathaniel met with him. This same man that Nathaniel must have despised. Because he had said, can anything good come out of this place? How can you tell me, Philip, that from Nazareth comes the Messiah, the son of David, the one that we are being expecting, the one that the law and the prophet talks about. How dare you say that this is not possible? Philip said, just come and see. Tell somebody, just come and see. That's what people are going to say about you. They are going to, people are going to be, well, are you talking about Tony? Are you talking, is it not that Tony? Are you talking about Larissa? Is it not, are you talking about Levy? Are you talking about Uzoma? Are you talking about, are you talking about Virginia? Are you, just come and see. And when they come and see, they will discover 
Ah, my God. I don't know who I'm preaching to here this morning, this afternoon. Ah, ah. De- just come and see. Just come and see. Come and see for yourself. This is probably the only time I'm going to agree with seeing is believing. Just, just come. Just come and what you're going to see with your eyes will shock you. Is this Irene? Is this, is this a Godfrey Elochuku? Just come and see. Is this Eben? Just come and see. Just, just come and see. Is this Abraham? Just, are you talking about Amos? Ha! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is it Noxolo? Yeah. Is it not that Noxolo? The one from South Africa? No, no. It cannot be. You, God cannot do stuff like that with her. Come and see. Just, ha! Just come and see what is already happening. Come and experience the goodness of God that's unfolding in the life of the people of God. Just come and see. And when you come and see, you will testify that this is an amazing, this is a powerful God and nothing is impossible with Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tell somebody, come and see. Come and see. Come, come, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Kalebo Sata. Come and see. Hallelujah. All they need to do is just come. When they take a look at you, they will discover this is the goodness of God. Oh my God. I had judged them, but I have been wrong. This is the goodness of God. I see the hand of God all over you. From the crown of your head down to the soles of your feet. If, I'm, if you are the one I'm preaching to, then shout a big amen in this house. <laughs> Glory to God. Come. Abraham, come and see. Hallelujah. Winston, they would say, come and see. Naomi, they would say, come and see. Is it not Naomi? The same one from Kenya. Yes, she is the one from Kenya. But just come and see what God has done. Come and see what the Lord has done in her life. Hallelujah. And when you see what the Lord has done in her life, then you can also trust in this God. Because what God would do in your life would shock people. And when they come and see what God has done in your life, it will draw them to God. And that is a platform for you to testify of the goodness and the faithfulness and the power of the God you serve. Come on, put those hands together and give Him praise and give Him glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Somebody shout yes. Yay. Glory. Hallelujah. Hope. This is when that, that whole, you know. Ah, yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So Philip said, come and see. Nathaniel came. To see this. What he wasn't expecting really. How can, how can the son of David, how can the king of glory, how can the Messiah, how can the one that's come to deliver us, how can he come from Nazareth? Not possible. This is not a relevant place. This is such an insignificant place. How can he come from? Which family does he come from? Don't bother about that. You know, some people want to think about your present day, compare it to your 
past and they say what 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 family and which fa- what's my grammar what english what family which family well, what neighborhood has he come from who cares the family you come from who cares the neighborhood you come from can i tell you something this day god's gonna so lift you up god's gonna so bless you god is so gonna so increase you that when people will see they will not be able to tell if you came from the neighborhood where you came from can someone shout hallelujah they will not be able to tell if you came from the family you came from because what god is going to do is going to be like night and day there's going to be a major difference and people will not be able to keep talking to you or talking about you with regards to your education or where you came from or the family that you belong to why because you've been moved into a totally different family you have become a seed of abraham you become a child of almighty god and you're a man or a woman that flows in the spirit and because you flow in the spirit you are not limited you are not stopped Nothing can hinder you. Nothing can hold you back. I don't know who I'm pastor. I seem to be preaching to myself today. Ah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you run out of English. This is good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Come on now. This is my head anointed with fresh oil. And, and then my brimming, my, my cup is running over. This is I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Can someone shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? Hallelujah. So, ah, I'm blessed already. I preach myself blessed. So, what is the next thing to say now? So, Nathaniel shows up. And the moment he came close, Jesus said to him, Nathaniel called him by name. An Israelite indeed. In whom there is no deceit. Nathaniel said, Lord, you know me. He said, When you were under the fig tree before Philip came to call you, I saw you. You know what Nathaniel did? My Lord and my God, he bowed in worship. Jesus said, do you believe because of what I told you? You shall see even greater things. Oh, just because of this one you believe? Ah, you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Tell somebody you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Tell somebody it's only the beginning. (laughs) Tell somebody you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Tell somebody you, you better love me and like me now. Because something is about to explode in my life. You better love me and like me now. Because something big is about to unleash upon me and in my family and in my business. And upon my ministry and upon my job. You better love me and like me now. Because when this thing is unleashed, you may not be able to recognize me. Because big things are about to unfold in my life. 
Come on now, shout hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm, I'm sure there are some people here that are going to experience amazing, 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 amazing things. And people who don't recognize you today, they will recognize you when these things begin to happen. But my God, sometimes, you know, they recognize you too late. And so it is too late for them, not for you. Because at the time, it'll be almost impossible to meet you. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I talking to anybody here? Am I preaching to anybody here? Because if you don't like me now, if you don't do... Nah, the time is coming. Ha, ha, ha. Come on now, say amen. I said say amen. So that's why I'm serving some people the notice. And I'm having you to serve them the same notice. That if they don't recognize you now, the time is coming. They may not be able to really meet you. Abraham. That's true. Abraham said that's true. <laughs> Come on now. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. So Nathaniel comes and he worships. And Jesus said, do you believe because of what you've seen? You shall even see greater things. You see greater things. Someone say hallelujah. Jesus was always flowing like the wind. Always. When, you, when, they, when they hang out with Jesus, they were always experiencing one adventure after another. I speak over your life. That your life will be adventure after adventure. Ah, that amen needs prayer. I said your life will be adventure after adventure. I said your life will be adventure after adventure. I said your life will be adventure after adventure. When people hang out with you, they will discover that where you were yesterday is not where you are today. And where you are today is not where you're going to be tomorrow. And where you are the day after tomorrow is not where you are yesterday. My God, it's going to be increase upon increase upon increase. Glory upon glory upon glory. Favor upon favor upon favor. My God, it seems as if I'm just here to prophesy this afternoon. It's going to be goodness after goodness. Favor after favor. Surprise after surprise. Every single day as you walk in the spirit and as you follow the flow of the wind of the spirit, you will become unpredictable. The devil will not be able to predict what the next thing is going to be. The devil and his agents will not be able to tell where your life is headed. They can think and plan and strategize all they want, but they will never figure it out because it is only hidden in the spirit of God and the devil has got no access to that place. Woo. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Praise God. To flow is amazing. To flow. That one of the things I've enjoyed, really one of the things I've really enjoyed in ministry is this ability to flow. This ability to flow. Not... not Stick, not sticking to a particular thing. This ability to flow, this, this, this fluidity in the spirit. 
And that's going to come upon you even for your job. Yes. That, that come, that, I shouldn't even say that's going to come. That comes upon you now. Amen. Oh, if you lift your hand and receive it, it's, it's, I said that comes upon you now. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. The fluid, the, 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 the fluidness of that fluidity of the spirit, that adjustability. One moment you think this is what's going to happen, but no, you can't predict. Because the wind cometh, and you don't know where it's coming from, and then it blows, and one moment it is like this, and the next moment it's a totally different direction. That is how it's going to be. For you, on your job, in your business, whatever you put your hand to do, the Lord will cause you to flow in your ministry like you have never known. Like you've never known. That's why I don't look at people now and, and, and conclude. Don't look at people now and judge. Don't look at people now and say, that's it. Because that's not it. It's not over. Because God... Hasn't said it over. Amen. Don't look at people now and then conclude on them. Don't ever do that. Because one moment, they may be here. The next moment, they are in a whole different place. Some people have looked at you and they have, they have made their conclusions about you. But I, I'm here to declare over you in the name of Jesus. That conclusion over your life is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. That thing will not hold you. Whether it was placed upon you by your family, by your parents, by society, by the authority in the name of Jesus. By the precious blood of Jesus Christ and by the awesome power of the Holy Ghost. A break it off of your life. It will not hold you back. It will not control you. It will not determine your future. No, in Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus, I declare you are released. Amen. Released from that. Amen. And you are released into a totally different flow that is directed by the wind of God. Amen. People tend to determine and define people. It's not your place. It's not your place to determine who you are and, 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 and put you in your box and, and try to say, no, that, that, no, you can't do that. that. That's all you can do. No, 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 no. Don't ever say that. That will never continue over your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, you hang out with some people, they're always speaking negatively, negatively, negatively over you. Who do you think you are? Let me tell you who I think I am. I'm a child of the living God. I'm a man of God. You don't like it, then scram. I'm a man of God. I'm a child of the living God. God has spoken things over my life. Amazing, awesome things. That he will watch over to bring to pass. Amen. Are you still asking me? Should I continue? Let me tell you. I was a sinner. But I'm now the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ washed me clean. Amen. I am pure in Christ. Amen. I am on my way to heaven. Amen. Oh, nobody is perfect. Shut up. That's you. 
Don't put that. Don't try to put that on me. That's you. That's you. My perfection is in Jesus. My righteousness is in Jesus. My holiness is in Jesus. My sanctity is in Jesus. Don't put your own your filth on me. Maybe you are not. But in Jesus, I am. The Bible says, as he is, so am I in this world. He is he holy. I say, is he holy? Is he righteous? Is he pure? Is he victorious? Is he triumphant? Exactly. That's how I am. Because I'm a child of the living God. A lion does not give birth to, to, to dogs. Come on now. If somebody asks you, who do you think you are? Tell them. Tell them. Tell them you're a child of God. Oh, but I know you. You don't know me. You've got no clue. Because people tend to judge you based on what happened uh, last year, last two years, five. It don't matter. Listen, even if it happened yesterday, it still doesn't change the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Oh, Pastor God is tolerating sin. No, I'm not. But I, think, I think people have been beat up so much with condemnation and that's why they keep living in sin. Because the more you, 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 you preach sin, the more people sin. You laughed. That's the fact. What you see is what you do. What is presented to you is what shapes your life. Tell somebody, I am unpredictable. Just watch what's going to begin to happen. Some of you are in business here. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. Is there nobody ever did that? Okay, I'll show you. The moment they say nobody ever did that, I say, oh, I'm going to do it. Some of you are uni students. Just watch. They say nobody ever did. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ministry don't grow like that. I'll grow it like that. Come on, I say amen. amen. Come on, I say amen. amen. I mean, you follow the Holy Spirit and people will not be able to put you in their box. Praise God. Oh my God, time is running. Anybody getting anything today? The wind blows as it chooses. You can hear its sound. But you don't know where it, it, it came from. <laughs> I like that. People will hear your sound, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't know where you're coming from. <laughs> Boom! You show up. They hear the sound. Unpredictable. I like that. Just, just the fact that God is unpredictable. And listen to me, when I say God's unpredictable or the Holy Ghost is unpredictable, I'm talking about God being unpredictable to carnal people. You get it now? Because if I am in the spirit 
you are in the spirit, there's going to be an understanding. You get that now? If I am in the spirit, see, people have come to talk to me privately in the office. Just talk about stuff. And the the, the moment they start talking about it, I I feel, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. You just feel sick. You feel sick in your spirit. But then there are times people have come to talk to me and the moment they open their mouth, you don't even need to finish. I already feel peace in my spirit about it. Because if you are in the spirit and I am in the spirit, there's going to be an understanding. So when we talk about being unpredictable, we're not saying, or I'm not saying that nobody will understand you. Spiritual people will understand you. You heard me when I told you that the last one and a half years, really, with the whole pandemic and everything, I would not say it's been tough because it's not been tough for me in the sense of my relationship with God. But of course, you have to feel sorry for people and what they're going through and the church. But this is one area where I have had this, uh, I would say, struggle. Not in myself, but when I, when I talk with people that do not see the spiritual side. And these are leaders. And they don't see what you see. That bothers you. Because I remember before they even locked down this country last year, I put my head on my pillow in the night. I was about to sleep. And actually before I put my head on my pillow, and I've told this many times, many of you have heard me, but I told the staff especially, I woke up that morning and I I went to the office and I called the staff into the office and I said, hey guys, this is what is going on. I was about to put my head on my pillow and I said, Lord, what is happening? And many of you know, Jesus said, if you ask the Father to give you the Holy Ghost, he will not give you a demon. Amen. In other words, what you ask the Father, he's going to give you. If you ask him to give you the Holy Ghost, he won't give you a demon. Is that not what Jesus said? Yeah. So when you truly, honestly ask God to show you, guess what he's going to do? He will show you. So I said, Lord, what is happening? And I went to bed, put my head on my pillow, went to bed. A couple of hours later, I guess, I, I, I see a dream. And you see, when you talk about flowing in the spirit, one of the ways that God reveals things to us is through dreams of the night. Dreams of the night. I want to say dreams of the night. Dreams of the night. But but be careful now because um, some people dream because they ate too much fufu before they went to bed. <clears throat> they ate they ate too much pizza. Oh, really? I'm not here pushing a narrative that dream is the ultimate way God speaks to us, but dream is one of the ways that God speaks to us. In the last days, said God. I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see vision. Well, a lot of times people have used that phrase, old men, as in old men physically. But I agree, I believe, but I don't really think it is old men, physical old men. I think it is old men with regards to spiritual age, spiritual depth. And old in the spirit does not mean I've been in church for 30 years. Because you can be in church for 30 years and you can still be a baby with diapers. Yeah. 
I many of you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. But you can be in church for just six months. And you'll be so deep in the things of God. The old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And upon my handmaidings will I pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. Come on now, say amen. amen. So dream, it's what happens, especially in the night when we sleep. And then the Spirit of God will come and begin to show us and speak to us. And I saw, and I'm very hesitant. Because a lot of people don't understand when, I, when you begin to speak at this level, they don't get it. Oh, you mean, you mean. They begin to think with their heads. The moment the Lord spoke to me that night, I stopped believing anything that is contrary to what he told me. I don't care what you say. If it does not line up with what the Lord told me, that's it, I'm done. Let's stop this argument. And I've had some exchange with some people that I expected to understand. But don't expect them to understand because Moses was in the glory of God on the mountain experiencing God speaking to him face to face as a man speaks with his friend. But what were the, Jew, uh, the Israelites doing in the valley? Pardon? Yeah, Aaron. We don't know what is up with this Moses. Well, what's up with Moses is in the glory of God. You, I don't know what's up with you. You are the problem. Because the man of God is in the glory of God, hearing firsthand from God. And you are questioning the man of God's integrity. Where is he? We don't know what happened to him. Make us gods now that will go before us. For because we don't know what's up with this Moses. And they made their gods. And Aaron said, this be your God, O Israel, that brought you out of Egypt. No, this is not. So on one hand, man is operating in the glory of God, hearing the voice of God, right? Operating by the wind. On the other hand, all these people are here. I mean, it got bad. They began to worship idols and celebrate. And then the Bible says that they rose up to play. I want to say they rose up to play. Now they're, they're involved in all kinds of sexual immorality. Because when he says to rose up, rose up to play, it simply implies that they got involved in sexual sin. Sexual, terrible, all kinds of stuff. They, they began to happen, this flesh, sin, and all of that. And so Moses comes down. God actually, gets, God said to Moses, Moses, go, go. Your people. <laughs> I, was reading, I was reading it the other day. I said, Lord, why did you say your people? <laughs> he said, what? Did you talk to God like that? Yes, I did. You have to be honest when you talk to God. Why did you say your people? Are they not your people? Did you not? <laughs> right? Are they not God's people? God said, your people. He told Moses, your people that you brought out of Egypt. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> My hands are off. 
<laughs> Your people whom you brought out of, e out of Egypt, they have corrupted themselves. That's what God said to Moses. Didn't tell him details. And then Moses got down and saw what? So here's what I'm trying to say. You paint a, this is the picture. One man in the glory, one man following the wind of God, and another man. The same tribe. If you know what I mean by the same tribe. They were all Jews, right? The same in the body of Christ. One man hearing the voice of God and another man in the, in the flesh, the same tribe. We are all Christians, but in, 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 in the flesh. And so when Moses came down from the mountain and saw what they were doing, it was obvious there was no way they could understand the, the word of God. Because what had God given to Moses? The word. So even if Moses explains it to them, they are so carnal, they wouldn't get it. That's why the Bible said the spiritual man judges all things, but he cannot be judged. The spiritual man can discern or can understand or can properly divide all things, not some, but all things, even the COVID. And we speak, they say, hey, don't talk like that, don't talk like that. Listen to Bill Gates. Where is the voice of the church at this time? Listen to the science. Have we seen a man of God tell us or listen to the voice of God? Has God got anything to say? Is God saying anything? That's why every pastor needs to be responsible for their flock. I'm responsible for the one here. Yeah. I'm responsible for the one here. God is Zoom, Zoom church. Uh, it's not going to work. Sorry. Zoom church is not going to work. Okay, I'll close the subject. Lift your hands to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for a release. Release of your spirit. That your people are going to begin to flow like the wind, unpredictable. To hear your voice. To follow the promptings and the nudgings and the directions of the spirit of God. That they are not caved into a place and not locked up in a place, but to learn the ways of God and begin to operate and flow in the things of the Spirit. But they are born of the Spirit. Because they are born of the Spirit, they are like the wind. You can't put the wind in a box. The wind will find a way to come out and it will. 
Your people here this afternoon are saying, Lord, we are unpredictable. The devil and his agents cannot predict us. Those that are carnal, walking in the carnality of their flesh, cannot predict us. Your people are at a whole different place. Lord, I pray a release today that they shall begin to operate in the things of the Spirit like never before. We give you glory.